1: Live from the 6th and Peabody Studio and across the
2: OutKick Network, this is OutKick 360
3: with Jonathan
1: Hutton, Chad Withrow, and Paul Kuharski. Russell Wilson is now a Denver Bronco. Aaron Rodgers, while we don't have specifics of his contract, is going to be paid a ton of money to stay in Green Bay. He's staying. So is Devontae Adams. He's received the franchise tag. Beyond that, news and notes galore across the league and the NFL offseason, is there one? You could argue no with the news and notes that come out on a weekly basis as we head towards free agency, which gets underway a week from tomorrow officially, but unofficially it really starts a week from yesterday, six days from now, when teams can actually begin negotiating contracts with potential free agents. Um it's gonna be crazy, and I'm I'm, I'm seeing here going, okay, where's the next quarterback go? Like who who is next on the list of this tier of QBs who either won out or will be well, not even shipped out? Who won out? Because that's the biggest movement we've seen as of late. Um, Derek Carr's got a year left on his deal, so he's likely uh, to be a, he's either getting a, a long term extension with Josh McDaniels or you know he's he's a free agent, or he's playing under the franchise tag. Lamar Jackson the same way, and Kyler Murray. But beyond that, if you especially in the AFC guys, if you start looking at the AFC, and I, I hesitate saying this because of the movement we've seen in, at quarterback recently, AFC's pretty locked up at the top top of the group with the the quarterback class in the AFC being as good as maybe we've ever seen it.
4: So I keep thinking it's going to be Indianapolis that makes the next move. Whatever that quarterback is, if it's Carr, if it's Kyler Murray, if it's Garoppolo, I feel like the next move of quarterback market in the NFL will revolve around the Indy axis. And that's where it's going to change. That, that's going to be the next bit of movement. Maybe I'm wrong, but I keep waiting. You know, That was the team that was the most out front, or up front, I should say, at the combine about wanting to move on, it seemed like, Uh, Being completely open to moving on from Carson Wentz. So, what does. And what is Indy thinking right now?
1: Ballard was. Yeah. Uh, Frank Reich sounded like a guy who wanted him back.
4: I think Ballard's going to win on this one ultimately. So, I keep thinking it's going to be Indy that makes the next move. Well,
3: it's Ursay who's going to win. And Ursay seemed the most pissed off of everybody. He's the guy that wears his emotions on his sleeve. Which Uh, is interesting on this
1: Wilson news because I think if you're going to. If you know you're upgrading, there's only two guys that are true splash it couldn't, offer as,
3: it couldn't offer as much. I can't offer you a first this year, and I can't offer you a ninth this year, so it's hard to, hard to match what they got. Um, you know, And if you can't give them first until next year, you're going to have to go out and make a deal to get a first, to give a first. Uh, it, it really gets complex. Let's play this game for a second. Let's stack NFC quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers is number one. Stafford's probably number two. Who's the third best quarterback in the NFC?
1: Um, It's Prescott.
3: And who's fourth?
4: It's, got, it's getting difficult. You got Murray.
3: You got Cousins. You got Ryan.
4: Or
1: Kirk Cousins' numbers make him fourth. But, but he hasn't won any. Right, uh, it's, uh, to me, it's Murray next on that list based on value and then value long term. Cousins, I think we—he is who he is. I think Murray can show improvement and win
4: more long term. We've seen uh, we've seen improvement from probably him every year. Matt Ryan would be next on the list, and
3: Matt Ryan can still play, but he's on a very bad team right now. It's what very, I, it's if, very if different. If we were in the AFC, we would be rattling off names. It really is. I, I don't know that we've ever seen. Uh, yeah. In in. The last 20 years, such an imbalance. Once upon a time, the NFC was just a lot better than the AFC. It won Super Bowls uh, in blowouts. I don't know if the talent. I'd have to go back and look at the quarterbacks. But, I mean, we're saying the fourth best quarterback in the NFC is Kyler Murray, who is at an impasse right now and being a baby and, and has a lot of issues. He's a good player. But where would he slot in the AFC? He'd probably be eighth, ninth.
1: Yeah, he'd be down the list. I mean, there's no question that he would be, you know, he could be outside the top ten given uh, some of the success that we've seen from really young guys like Joe Burrow.
3: And now you've got Wilson coming in. Pretty pretty remarkable divide right now.
1: And the NFC will have seven playoff teams next year. (laughs) Yeah,
3: they're going to be a crap quarterback in the playoffs on the NFC side next year and probably a good quarterback out.
4: Well, here's the other, you know, that we talk about, hey, NFL. go get the quarterback and you win a Super Bowl or you go on a run. Work for Cincinnati with Joe Burrow, work for a Super Bowl ring for Matthew Stafford in L.A. I also look at that and say, and Aaron Rodgers just lost at home to Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> in the playoffs in their first game out. Yeah. I mean, you know, the damnedest round. things can happen when you put teams on the field, especially when the weather's not great and you don't know exactly what's going to happen. So... As much as I love Aaron Rodgers, and he is great, Aaron Rodgers led a Green Bay team that scored on their first drive of the game and could do nothing the rest of the way against San Francisco and lost at home. So there's no guarantees.
3: Yeah. But Garoppolo wasn't, go wasn't there it. in the
4: end. Well, you got to go for it. And this is why San Francisco is going for it at quarterback also with Trey Lance, a guy they drafted high, even though Jimmy Garoppolo had won a lot of games. you got to go for it at quarterback, but going for it doesn't always equal payoff. a huge payoff. And I'd say the same for Denver. I think Denver's going to be a playoff team and be better. No guarantees. And I love Russell Wilson. How do you feel if you're the Tennessee Titans today? I feel like the biggest loser in the NFL, honestly. Um, Because this was either one of those guys. And I'm not saying they had the capital to pull it off or any of that. But if you did, and the report is true that they at least reached out to Green Bay and said, this is what we can do for Aaron Rodgers... When Aaron Rodgers stays, followed by a team in your conference, landing Russell Wilson, those would have been two routes to having the possibility of a superior roster to everyone else in the National Football League. Now, I'd have to see what players they give up in that process also and the opportunity cost of who they could re-sign or bring back in, although now it doesn't look great on re-signing Harold Landry Right, but they didn't franchise. But man, oh man, I, I don't feel good if I'm the Titans. On one hand, you know, a- after today, you're
1: still the favorite. I mean, Wilson didn't he didn't end up in your division with Indy. You're still the favorite, hands down, to win the division. So you know you're going to be hosting a playoff game. If you don't know it, uh, I think it's loser. It's a loser mentality. Uh, so they're thinking that way. So you know you're hosting a playoff game, but you're also in, in effect, Paul, running it back. And here, here's the problem with. Uh, why the Titans couldn't do anything, why, uh, with Rodgers, is because of the the contract that that he received in an offer from Green Bay. Um, With Wilson, it could have been whatever the offer was going to be. Wilson's number is not that steep according to... uh, we're seeing from
3: it's a $16 million base and a $5 million roster bonus so, for this coming year. And you're going to give them a new contract that probably gets that cap number down.
1: Here, here's the issue right now, not just with the quarterbacks in the AFC, it's the money allotted to the cap for the quarterbacks, the top quarterbacks in the league. If you just start going through Mahomes, Allen Rogers, uh, Wilson, like uh, the, 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 Burrow. I mean, we can continue. Stafford. None of those dudes are in the top four for their position counting against the cap this year. And that's where it's really lopsided, and that's where it's out of whack. Here's your top four quarterbacks who count against is the cap. This
3: disappointing. Matt list.
1: Ryan, number one, counts $48.6 for Atlanta. They have, they're have hamstrung. They can't move him. Kirk Cousins at $45 million, ending a three-year deal. Sean Watson, forty point four million. Well, that's the one that really kills you. And the league just said, Houston, deal with it. And Ryan Tannehill at thirty eight point six because he restructured his contract so they could get Julio Jones uh, done.
3: Added four point six, so it still would have been very high.
1: Um, now, to clarify, Rodgers would have been in this list had he not redone the deal. That's now going to be extremely cap friendly this year. And but killer later. But. Um, for teams that feel they have a window of opportunity open. We know Houston doesn't feel that way. Minnesota's faking like they have a window of opportunity open. Atlanta's rebuilding. Um they're doing a good job of trying to play both ends of that, being competitive and rebuilding. And then there are the Titans who have Ryan Tannehill and nothing to show for it after three straight years of improvement. The
3: Titans do are the in- same exact thing they did last year. Not 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 AFC one seat. Get a home game, and it'll all be on him to change the narrative, and we all don't think he's capable. Maybe he wins a game or two, but he's not winning four.
4: I think the Titans are in the best spot of those teams that you listed there in terms of they've got a good team that sure. will probably win the division. It's also in the most uncomfortable spot because you've got a good team in a certain window of time to win a title, and Ryan Tannehill your quarterback. And I'm going to say this to Titans fans that, that want to prop up Tannehill, and defend him. When your defense about trying to win a title is, well, if Trent Dilfer could win a Super Bowl, and Jimmy Garoppolo and Jared Goff could get to a Super Bowl, then why not Tannehill? That's not a good enough reason. That's simply not the argument you want to die on.
1: Not when you're competing against Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, potentially Deshaun Watson. We can keep going.
4: That is not the argument you want to be making. You want to be You should have been on the train of do anything to get Aaron Rodgers. Do anything to get Russell Wilson. Sacrifice some of the future for now to go try to win a Super Bowl. Not, well, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. And I say that for any team. If that's your stance going into a season, that's just not good enough right now. you got to find the quarterback. And I know it's not easy, but you got to find the quarterback. I'm looking at CBS Sports. It's got a mock draft out right now. And they've got the biggest surprise the first round of the draft. The Titans taking Matt Corral, at quarterback, in the first round.
3: I just saw a scouting report of Matt Corral from uh, the Ringer, and I think they do a really nice job, and they characterized him as a mini Marcus Mariota, <laughs> which had me thinking, nah,
4: yes, perfect. Here's another bad news. Matt Corral is way tougher than Marcus <clears throat> Mariota in how he plays. That's not a knock at Marcus Mariota. He just plays like a linebacker, and I think that's going to get him in trouble. Yeah. In I the NFL, honestly. I
3: don't think Matt Corral is a long-term solution for uh, anybody in in the NFL. Uh, and I, I, Desmond Ritter, to me, is a guy, another guy that has, has come at 26. I'm not real excited about that either. I just think uh, – I don't think there's an answer in the first round at quarterback for the Titans this year for next year. I think you got to try to surround – uh Tannehill with what you can this year and then next year you gotta probably go all in to try to get yourself a quarterback in a better draft uh that's a solution here's another painful well, they thing. can get out from under his contract yeah for 18 year. for 18.8 yeah. which is tough to swallow and they also by swallowable. the
1: way they need to make moves to sign a quarterback um that's capable of actually threatening to put in the game right now they've got a developmental yeah. guy that's worthy of running a practice yeah
3: And I don't know who that guy is either, but uh, there's going to be plenty available. Uh, Here's more bad news for the Titans in terms of schedule draw. Their AFC conference that they're playing this year is the AFC West. And so we just rattled off how good that is at quarterback. They're playing Las Vegas and Denver here. Russell Wilson will be in Nashville this season. Uh, And they're playing Kansas City and um, the the Chargers. Well, they also
4: get Green Bay. They're going to get Aaron Rodgers. On the schedule,
3: a lot of a uh, lot of nice quarterbacks. Daniel Jones here. That's a break.
4: <laughs>
1: well, Daniel Jones for now. Yeah. Who they're, knows? They're,
3: it sounds like they. I mean, they've indicated they wanted to settle things down around him and give him a a chance to play in a settled environment, which I think is a reasonable solution. But I mean, uh, they're going to see some good quarterbacks, and next year's home home draw. I mean, Dallas and the Giants, big draws, generally speaking, Raiders, big draw, uh, Broncos now a super big draw with Russell Wilson, the Bengals who used to not be a big draw, who are now a big draw. Um, and then, you know, the three AFC South teams, that's a nice home schedule.
1: Here are the players who received the franchise tag at the deadline today. Cowboys tied in Dalton Schultz, um, Chiefs left tackle Orlando Brown, Bengals safety, Jesse Bates, we knew about. Same goes for David Njoku, the tight end in Cleveland. Um Mike Gisecchi from Miami. Jags offensive tackle Cam Robinson, Bucks wide receiver Chris Godwin, and Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams staying put uh in Green Bay. The rest are Hitting the free agent market. Those that were being rumored for the potential franchise tag. Tyron Matthew in Kansas City. um, J.C. Jackson was being discussed in New England. Ultimately, yesterday the news came out. They would not put the tag on him, and they did not. So J.C. Jackson will be a free agent at corner, and he will reset the corner market. And if he doesn't get Ramsey money to reset it, it's going to be close. Carlton Davis in Tampa Bay. Another one to watch there. Teron Armstead with the Saints, Von Miller with the Rams.
3: Who's been dropping hints about going back to Denver. Has he? Yeah, he dropped two or three Instagram They have a ton of money. I wonder if they'll give me my old locker back. What number should I wear? Uh, What's the altitude number that they have on the wall there? He posted
1: 5,000-something. Wow. Yeah, so that that would be interesting. They've got Allen Robinson uh, available now in Chicago um, where teams can start negotiating with him. Uh, he's been unhappy for a while. He
3: deserves to play with a really good quarterback.
1: Yes. Uh, come to the AFC. Ryan Jensen with the Bucks, Harold Landry with the Titans, and Hassan Reddick with the Panthers. Um, who knows, Paul? Maybe there's a swap right there in free agency, Landry and Reddick.
3: I like, I like the idea of Reddick. He's going to be less expensive than Landry, I would think, for sure.
1: Landry is in a perfect situation because he's not good enough. There's no knock on him. He's not, he's not great to the point where he's among the elite pass rushers in the NFL, uh, even though he had 13 and a half sacks, including in the postseason. But he's really good at what he does well. And some would use the knock on him. The knock on him would be, well, he's really good with the group they have. And that's fair. But I think it's also fair that for the most part, if you play that position, you're kind of whoever you are. Whoever you've been is who you are. Um, who else has improved with this group that the Titans just had at pass rush other than Harold Landry? Nobody for, for 15 years. So why didn't that happen? Um, but I, I'm saying like with this group that everyone, you know, has been rotating in, they always kept Landry on the field because he was a, a three-down type rusher. He was uh, huge in tackles, really good in pressures. Um, again, like I, I think there's value there that, generally you're either okay or you're great. And it's one or the other. And I think Landry has the capabilities of taking it up a notch and that's rare to find at the position. It's also rare that your top pass rusher from the season is available on the open market and the Titans are letting him get there.
3: I think what'll happen is he'll go somewhere. He'll play his ass off because he plays hard, Yeah, but he's still, you know, a speedy bend edge rusher who doesn't have a great variety of moves He'll drop back to eight sacks, and the fan base will hate that he can't produce 12 or 15, which is what they will expect for the money that he got paid. And he'll be viewed by some, probably unfairly, as bust is a strong word, but a disappointment, well, he's which is get- what we've seen from guys who've left here. Corey Davis left. You know, he paid the, the tax for playing with a not great quarterback. Johnny Smith wasn't schemed for properly or whatever. The Titans look right in those decisions. Corey Davis wasn't worth that money. Johnny Smith wasn't worth that money. They're good players here. The way the Titans knew how to scheme for them, they knew how to use Harold Landry, too. He's going to get more money than the Titans think he's worth. Uh, God bless him, and Titans fans will root for him, and he probably won't be as productive.
1: Well, see, I think sack I, wise, I think no he's pressure worth- and work. And I'm saying this now before anybody says, oh, see what happened when Landry signed his free agent deal? The Titans were right. I'm here to tell you, I think his worth is valued at $18 million for this team next year. I would have put the franchise tag on him because if he doesn't sign a long-term extension, I'm keeping the core group, the unquestioned strength of the team together.
3: I, I feel the same way. I would have given him roughly what Dupree got, maybe a year shorter, and I would have said... My expenditures for this team are going to really overtax uh, pass rusher, and in exchange for that, I'll be cheaper at corner. Um, I'll be a cheaper, you know, Amani Hooker's cheaper, and I'll take my chances at that position. When he his time comes, I'll go cheap again there. I'll go cheaper. I'm going to get that Cunningham contract down and survive on David Long and things like that. And I would just cut expenses elsewhere, and I would overpay for a time. This, this era of the Titans at pass rusher because it was so determinative as to who they are. But what they think, Hutt, I think you'll agree with me, is we've been different things at different times based on what we have, and we'll do that again. And I think they're overconfident in, that, in their ability to morph. Right? Because two years ago, they had 19 sacks, and they also won the division. Right? That's right. So they think, well, we did it that way. We did it this way. We'll do it another way. We'll do it how we do it based on running back and and lose your
1: first playoff game at home. That's what they've done in both of those seasons coming up. Um, there is a report out on what Washington offered and what Seattle wanted for Russell Wilson and what Washington was not willing to trade. We've got details on that.
4: Plus we've got big news from LSU. If you've been waiting like everyone else to find out what the verdict was with Will Wade, We've got some details about the allegations into Will Wade and how LSU could get out of this not paying Will Wade any money
2: because of these allegations. That's coming up next. This is Outkick 360. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and i got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Our production assistant,
1: um, Adam Brown, he won a uh, halftime shootout at MTSU recently. We've got video of this, and uh, we will get to that coming up. There's just a brief preview of it. Outkick 360 rolls on across the Outkick network. 6th and Peabody, our location... Yeehaw beer and old smoky moonshine. Um, FanDuel.com. FanDuel.com slash OK360 is how you can sign up for up to $1,000 risk free bet. You can sign up, got to be your first bet, risk free up to $1,000. Uh, you get cash back, any bet, you get cash back for your first time bet as you sign up. Outkick360. TheFandle.com slash OK360 is how you visit the site and sign up as a first-time user. Download the app today. So uh, Jordan Schultz says that the commanders at Washington uh, today and throughout the last couple of weeks have submitted several substantial offers to the Seahawks for Russell Wilson. Um, Washington was very hesitant, is the way he phrases this. Washington, very hesitant to include Chase Young in any package, but had no qualms offering multiple number one overall picks, um, first-round picks, for future years, including this year. So Martin Mayhew and Ron Rivera go back to the drawing board on trying to find their franchise QB. But that's interesting because Washington, I'm sure, included young players just like Denver did. They included first-round picks and, you know, second-round picks. And Seattle said, "You know what? We'll take the picks and we'll take Chase Young." And Washington said, "No deal." So that ends up being to Denver's benefit.
3: That's what? pretty pricey for Washington. Chase Young was the number one, the overall number one. Number pick. two, he number was two. right two. behind yeah. Burrow. Yep. Okay, sorry. So Burrow one, he was so, two. So I mean, that's a that first amounts, guy taken. That amounts not just to another yes. number uh, first round pick. That amounts to the second pick. In, in a recent draft, um, this year's draft would have been very close. Denver's ninth. Washington is 11th. So first rounders this year would have been a wash. Then you're kind of forecasting how good the team's going to be after you give them Russell Wilson. Um, you know, Also,
4: what an amazing vote of confidence. Not that he needed one oh, yeah. from his own organization that the commanders can come back and point to that report and say, by the way, Chase, this is true. This is how much we love you. We had a chance to push this over the edge to bring in a quarterback in Russell Wilson, but we are building the defense around you. Had Again, a great rookie year. I don't think he needs that pat on the back necessarily, but if you ever wanted to know that it wasn't just hollow words from your organization about how much they love you, this is a good actual sign that they do, in fact, love you and want to build around
3: you. Yeah, very good rookie year, and last year – did not do much. And I think he ended on IR if I'm not mistaken. I
1: think that's right. And he had this past year, uh, a handful of sacks, like maybe a sack and a half, two sacks. That Washington defense was
3: a disappointment overall. It didn't carry over Um, at all from the previous
1: year. Also, I think if you're in the NFC, you have to sweeten the pot just a tad more to entice them to keep him Russell Wilson in the the division or in the conference. Yeah. Um, And that would go for Carol. I know people were saying like, why not Carolina? Um, It's uh, Washington's interesting now because they're they're not going to get in on this Deshaun Watson headline. They they just can't uh, based on what they're coming out of. They they can't, Um, especially if they're claiming that they are you know cleaning up their you know (laughs) the perception of their organization.
4: They're going to say we are so clean now that we can take on Deshaun Watson. (laughs) We have scrubbed this bad boy. Floor to ceiling, Um, and we are ready to go. The new hires that we have are set. They're in place. Our culture is impeccable. We are the one organization. Your Washington commanders are the one organization that can take this optics hit (laughs) with Deshaun Watson right now because we have scrubbed this thing with Clorox and we are the cleanest organization in football. <laughs> or you become like. Let uh, me handle the press conference. You, make that, <laughs> now, if you
3: make that move, you're becoming almost like the, the old. I'd like school to bring up the se- that would just take oh, on
4: yeah. any. I'd like to now welcome up the 11 <laughs> new female executives that we have hired with Washington to also yeah. stand behind Ladies, me. Ladies, please surround the stage as I announce <laughs> that we have traded for Deshaun Watson, and it's totally fine. There's nothing to see here. We are so clean. We are ready to move forward with a Sean. I asked
3: in the first hour, like who would be next? You said Murray, and I think we agreed. After that, I mean, I think you're getting to Jameis Winston as a free agent, Bridgewater as a as a free. It's a significant drop. I mean, you're not getting a, a yeah. I mean, there's solution. there's
1: uh, those two. There's Bridgewater. Uh, you mentioned Bridgewater. There's Trubisky.
3: <laughs> Trubisky is not an absolute
1: solution. Um, None of these guys are. Uh, potentially Carson Wentz is out there. Um, yeah, I mean, I just. And
3: they're better than what Washington has, but they're not a long term solution for Washington that's going to give them a chance to go into the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, and I think they, they're looking for that all in move, right? But there's just not that guy now.
3: Yeah, and they're going to wind up with one of the. Unless draft
1: picks. Can you, um, and, and maybe Vegas isn't willing to do this, can you convince Vegas to give you Carr?
3: I don't think so. I mean, I think McDaniels comes in liking him and he would need to be unconvinced, or what are they going to do? Again, if the draft was better, it would change everything. But the draft not being good, I think, makes you stick with your veteran until he really sours you if you're a new coach, if you're a new coach. And early indications from what I've read, or that Derek Carr and McDaniels have really hit it off. That McDaniels came in with, as an olive branch guy yeah. this time around instead of as a, a kick-in-the-ass guy like he was when he arrived in Denver, which completely turned off who? Was it Kyle Orton at that point? Or,
1: no, yeah. it was Cutler. Cutler.
3: Yeah, and he turned off Cutler
4: immediately and ended up having to trade yep. the quarterback who was way better than what he ended up Cutler's with. Cutler's such an easy guy to get along with, too. <laughs> But you got to go in and. try. It's so difficult to turn Jay Cutler off. That's shocking. But you you have to go in and
3: try. He didn't go in and make any effort whatsoever to get along with. Well, he made the mistake
4: of what I think a lot of coaches that work for great coaches make. Came in thinking he was already Bill Belichick because he'd been around the guy so long. So so when you come in and act like, and that was Jeremy Pruitt when he came to Tennessee, you come in and act like you're Nick Saban or you're Bill Belichick guys see right through it. You you got to be yourself and not be doing some impression of a great coach. And I think that's what I am assuming that's what McDaniel's learned yeah. with his first experience. Well, that's what
3: he says he learned. Yeah. That you start at the ground and you don't come in build from from floor 6 or whatever. Um which backfired miserably. I'm curious to see how it goes. Uh, I wouldn't trust him. I'd have trouble trusting him because of the Indianapolis thing, never mind the Denver thing. But um you know We'll see. I think Carr, you know, you could do a lot worse than Carr. Um, Hutton and For I, sure. since since that first time he walked in the Nissan Stadium, we saw the zip he had on his ball live. I think uh, I've thought, you know, put him in the right situation. I think he could do some, some damage. And they were close this last year. So if McDaniels is the right guy... You know, Carr could be in that conversation about the AFC quarterbacks.
1: Well, think about what they – he's now in a division with these quarterbacks. You know, he's already joining a division with Mahomes and Herbert, and now he joins a division that just added Russell Wilson in Denver. So, I mean, if he's going to prove that he's he's learned from his Denver days, his former franchise just got Russell Wilson, and now he's got to prove that he's right – the Raiders and right for now in and the Carr NFL does
3: too. Carr's got to show he's, well, he's uh, yeah, equal of those guys, no doubt, or, or, or he, can stand
1: toe to toe with them. But his motivation is contract year. Yep, and I love players on a contract year. Love them.
3: And quarterbacks rarely get to a contract year. A quarterback of Carr's caliber rarely gets to a contract year. He's usually oversigned instead of uh, under, you know, undersigned, quote unquote. Here,
1: yeah, one one. Area that the Raiders are going to have to improve on now, and no fault of their own, is with Rugs now in prison. Yeah, receiver. They've got to upgrade at the receiver spot. So um, that, that will impact their quarterback the most, on top of the head coach and play caller, of course. Um, re, uh, Russell Wilson, by the way.
3: They're drafted 22nd, which is a good spot to be for receiver. I don't know what their other needs are. But with all these offensive and defensive linemen and pass rushers in this draft, um, and, and the quarterbacks falling probably into the teens, you can get a damn good receiver at 22.
1: So Russell Wilson, because the Seahawks traded him, they are taking a $26 million hit in dead money. That is the second most dead money a team has ever incurred. Wentz. Second only to Wentz. Philly took 33.8 to get rid of him.
3: See, let, let's just pause on that for a second. So what's the number for, for Wilson? 26. Okay, and what is Seattle about to do? About to rebuild in a massive way, that's comparable to the hit the Titans would have to take to move Tannehill. Mm-hmm. So that just to display the difficulty of if you move him and want to continue to compete in your window, swallowing that hit. Philadelphia did a hell of a job last year, but they're in a crap division, right? Getting in the playoffs, taking that Wentz hit that was pretty, pretty much viewed as picks. as a miracle that they and and they got a good return for Wentz, but they took that hit. Um, and still got into the playoffs and everybody said what a great job Philadelphia did managing that that's about as well as you can do
1: Chad um LSU has just chose they chose not to manage Will Wade um <laughs> with this in fact you know it was the SEC tournament week here in Nashville whenever these allegations came out whenever the strong ass offer audio was released and um LSU and Will Wade Will Wade coached he was he was here and there was a lot of uh At first, he wasn't going to coach, and then he demanded that he was going to coach, and ultimately, he ended up coaching that
4: team that postseason. Coached and coached and coached. And he's been coaching since. Let's go to the old trusty Bruce Pearl timeline of allegations that ESPN liked to roll back in the day. 2017 was the federal investigation that got four coaches arrested in this whole bribery scandal thing uh, with Christian Dawkins, the agent runner for college basketball prospects. So that was September 27th, 2017, when this started. In 2019, that's when the tape was leaked from the FBI investigation of Will Wade, as Hutton said, making a strong-ass offer to Javante Wade, who played for LSU and And played very well. That was his quote on the audio, by the way. Yes, yes. So Javante Smart played for LSU, played very well. LSU has been very good in basketball since Will Wade has been there. 2019, allegation comes out, had to sit for the SEC tournament, reinstated April of that year. The reinstatement basically was a restructuring of the contract that said, if alleged or found guilty of major violations, basically you're done with no payout. You know, it's, it's, your contract is void at that point. Fast forward to today, SI breaks the story. And now Seth Davis of the athletic has confirmed that LSU has received the notice of allegations And in the Notice of Allegations, there are major violations outlined, major violations by Will Wade specifically. If this is true, LSU can either do what LSU did the last time, completely ignore it, and make the the NCAA do something to Will Wade, or LSU can fire Will Wade basically with cause and not owe him anything if, in fact, this report is true. So it looks like finally some finality. With this whole Will Wade, LSU, FBI investigation, NCAA investigation. This
3: would be a huge... For LSU to care now... I mean, the FBI element has to be big, right? Well, I mean, it's also... They don't care a, about the
4: NCAA. The FBI, this has Literally nothing to do not. with the FBI. The FBI the, has nothing... The, they're, they're not. He's not facing any charges right. from the FBI. So this why was would just they release change their stripes as, as and all of a sudden it. care about this, the NCAA? This
1: audio, though, came from the FBI... Yes, having investigation. Having of him, yes. wiretaps. Yeah, and, so... And so, that, as, uh, whenever uh, off-air we were talking about what would keep us up at night and keep us nervous, the fact that the FBI wiretapped me would make me nervous if I'm Will Wade. I'm not nervous of the NCAA, and LSU's not either. Yeah, they mean, just go about the
4: FBI reasons. wiretapped Christian Dawkins and it was, it was talking, was to, talking to Will Wade and caught that, that, that part of it. Um, here's what it says, Paul. LSU, Arizona, others... The, took the, the, the whole strategy of, we don't care. You have no power. We're going to do what we want to do. And then if bleep hits the fan eventually, we'll be forced to act. They got a lot of wins out of Will Way in the meantime, in the last five years. They got NCAA tournament trips. They've got trips to the SEC championship game to show for it. So they took the calculated risk of, this guy's going to get us players. We're going to win games while he's here. And whenever that, piece of paper comes from the NCAA, we'll deal with it then. Well, now they, they're forced to deal with it, at least to some extent. Well, we'll see how they deal with it, but they're forced to act and do something. And so in the in the last contract uh,
1: negotiation or uh, extension or whatever they ended up doing, uh, Wade signed all this. So he, he can, in the contract it now states, as Chad pointed out, he can be fired uh, with cause for a level one or level two NCAA infraction if he's found... That he's guilty of that, and he he also agreed he will not sue the school if fired for NCAA violations, um, and he waived all of these bonuses along with it. So um, they've protected themselves while also, uh, a, I mean, they threw up a middle finger to the the NCAA. Yeah. At the same time, they protected themselves, contracted with the coach, and they kept the coach that was winning them games.
4: It's actually brilliant by LSU, honestly. I mean, we can. I don't love it, Did but they it's brilliant it that way. It's a brilliant move. Well, I'm sure that they it. brought you know Will Wade in, uh, interviewed him about it. I remember there was some contention between uh, the AD at the time and Will Wade yep. about not handing a cell phone over. But yeah, he refused to cooperating with the interview. Yep. Remember, he wasn't very cooperative at first. Well, he wouldn't show up, so he got suspended because he wouldn't show up for the interview. But then they interviewed, and probably Will Wade said, "Look, I, I said that, but." We're not paying the kid. I have no direct knowledge of it. Yada yada yada. The AD said, "Okay, if that's the case, then sign this, and we're restructuring your contract. That if in fact you're lying to us, and they have proof of major violations, we can fire, and you can't sue us." That that's how I'm guessing it went down. And in return, you get to keep your job, and we'll move on. And that's that's what they did.
1: And what you know what. Tennessee was trying to do was the opposite, which was, hey, we're going to fire with cause and then we're going to self-impose our own. Bruce Pearl still
4: is angry with Tennessee because he believes that if Tennessee fought the NCAA on this, this. they wouldn't have given him the show cause. That Tennessee made it easy to give Tennessee saying we made the right move. Look, the NCAA gave him a three year show cause where he couldn't coach for three years. Bruce Pearl is saying if you would have stood behind me and fought me, they wouldn't have given me the show cause, and I would have served a suspension of some sort and still been the coach of Tennessee. You can weigh in on Twitter
1: at outkick 360s where to find us. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We are live from 6th and Peabody across the OutKick network. Today's edition of the show, if you miss portions of it, we discuss Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, the franchise tag, Deadline, Will Wade, and much more. You can download uh, any and all audio from the show wherever you download your podcasts. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel where we uh, we will uh, post sections and portions of the show, uh, plus the full show is available there for you as well. And you can join Chad in the chat. Adam Brown's our production assistant and uh, he's won $150 in concert cash. What that is, don't know. But he hit a layup, a free throw, and then a three-pointer with um, he had about sixty seconds roughly, I would say, guys. Adam's do. also know, wearing the we red white, blue
4: here? shorts, uh, tight, tough tough airball on one of these dresses. threes.
1: But so he's it's not just him. He's up against competition at the other end of the court and the other guy I think was either struggling with a free throw or um had just started his three-point tries and corner Adam three had that's an
3: interesting strategy not to go from the top what what was that
1: well the corner three is because that's where the ball care him to yeah. <laughs> I
4: think he was just catching it wherever it went
1: yeah his <laughs> you air get ball your choice
4: Paul his air ball led him to that corner where he stroked the you next you get behind three. the line you fire it he also uh, the I'm the a top of the key guy. Best part of that whole uh, uh, scenario going against the other guy is at the end of the video, you see Adam drain the three, and the other guy there's a, an ovation. But the other guy just keeps playing, not knowing that he's already been eliminated from the competition. <laughs> no no horns. I see the or guy anything. finally. This guy finally hits his free throw, and he's running out for his first three. He's like, "Damn it, it's already over!" Right there at the end. See, oh, I just let, lost the ball, and I'm going to go congratulate. Do you just like
3: on. this for all the games?
4: Yeah, yeah, so he's got the hundred and fifty dollars is not that's enough. No, it's not. It's no. not enough. MTSU needs to step it up. At least $250. MTSU well, needs to step.
1: It their up. Their sponsors need to step. He it up. He
4: wanted the parking. True. MT Let me let me rephrase. MTSU sponsors need to step it up for this competition. Yes,
1: that's what I would say. Make it. Well, you can always find two in the student section that are going to compete for this. But one hundred and fifty dollars in a sin uh, concert cash, at least locally it'll get you very far. I mean, you get a, I, I hope that comes with free tickets of any show you want to go to and then the concert cash is um, any beverage of your choice and up to 150 funny, I don't know the details of running. it. That stuff will go by fast if you're having to buy tickets. Well, Chat.
4: also to defend uh, the sponsors of MTSU basketball, I will say no defense. this is not an impossible task no. to hit a free throw a layup and a three it in under a, a minute. It's something that every college <laughs> age person should be should able be to be do. Good. Eventually, no offense, Adam. but um, So there is going to be a winner mo- most of the time, right? This is not hitting a three-quarter court heave or one chance at hitting a half-court okay, shot to right. get scholarship. Chad,
3: my friend who's never been hungover but often feels yes. clammy and dehydrated and has a headache, yep. he, he, if he was in this contest, would refuse to shoot the, um, the free throw. He would hit the layup and then he would go hit two threes. Or he would like step back from the three. He's it, insulted by being asked to hit he would free throws that was a free throw too, sh- too short for
1: him. But he would try the layup. But, well, the, no, but the free I, throw he is might too not, short. He,
3: he might not even take the layup. He he, he doesn't.
4: He would take three three. He's a straight bomber. Yeah, he's all long distance all, all the time. All bombs.
1: He's Steph Curry in the All Star game.
4: Yeah. You could also argue this is my free throw. I'm just going further back.
1: Right. Also,
0: uh, my free throw will be this top of the yeah. key three.
4: Also David, my
3: also my layup.
1: Yeah. David Reed, gimmick infringement on the shorts that Adam was wearing?
0: I was kind of thinking that, but yeah. I also just want to encourage Adam, don't take fashion advice from Paul Kowarski. You look great. Uh, you were dressed <laughs> for the occasion. You did everything you needed to do. And he, he announced earlier that he was taking offers of trades for these uh, tickets because he wasn't interested in any of the concerts coming up. So I immediately hopped on to see what concerts were coming up. And you come up I, with? I did not know 98% of the people who <laughs> so are playing there. Well, no, the this ones is the ones Well, Yeah, I'm the ones that right I was now. actually interested in, they're weekday concerts. I'm too old to go to a weekday there concert that starts at 8 p.m. Hey, if Can't you're going to dress anymore.
3: like that, go all the way. Add a wig, like a rainbow wig. That's what I said.
1: He probably had one on for all I know. Uh, uh, we were there for that game, and I looked down and like, oh, that's, uh, Adam's participated in, in this? <laughs> I, I couldn't remember if it was halftime or a TV timeout. Well,
4: there's two Jack White concerts coming up. Leon Bridges. Who? Jack White would be good. Sting? Is it a send to I gotta see Sting. Pass. Reed's like never heard of. Weekday <laughs> Sting like WCW? Absolutely, I am the Raptors that one. And the baseball bat. Reed um. only celebrates the police. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only the police, both the police, the actual police, and, and the, the police, police. the band yeah. yeah. that Sting yeah. was in. Uh, heim, <laughs> also,
0: John, John Heim, heim? Corey <laughs> Heim. It's Corey yeah. Heim. Uh, I'm pretty sure heim I pronounced that heim? correctly. That's that
4: Swedish uh, pop sure. group. Sure,
0: I'd rather go see heim? Corey Heim. Never heard of. Him. St.
4: Paul and the Broken Bones and fits and great, Tantrums. a great
3: name for a band, but I don't like it.
4: Save Me San Francisco. <laughs> no. Is it Bon Iver? Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Bon Iver. We've aged out of some of this.
1: I've actually seen him live, and he's, he's, good. Live and he's, he's good.
3: Yeah, you came back and raved. Nora Jones. See, Nora Jones? See,
0: I, I was interested in Nora job. Jones, but that was an 830 oh, this is, on a weekday.
4: How about Sticks and Oreo Speedwagon uh, with Loverboy? He's too young for that.
0: Uh, Paul would, was afraid well, these, are our, Paul,
4: these are our tickets. By the way, I have seen Goo Goo Dolls at Ascend Amphitheater, and they're at Ascend like also this summer. I've seen them at Ascend. They're going to be back on August
0: 27th. I like Goo Goo Dolls. At Ascend. Train is also playing. I would like to oh, see I'd Train. Like to but. See I think train. by
4: the time I also once saw Marilyn Manson. <laughs> smashing Pumpkins. And Smashing Pumpkins at Ascend. <laughs> and didn't thought, leave. And thought, if Jesus comes back right now, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I thought that was in <laughs> That was my thought the entire concert. That was at Ascend? I don't know if it was when Marilyn Manson dressed as a nun, <laughs> or when there was another uh, interesting part. I think if the uh, wedding gown was worn by Billy Corgan, it was Marilyn Manson as a nun, Billy Corgan in a wedding yeah, you're dress going at hell. one point. And it then was, Chad was Chad something. was brought up on
1: stage <laughs> as a sacrifice.
4: I was backstage the whole time.
1: Actually, <laughs> uh, we're back at it tomorrow. Dan Dokic will join the show. Trey Wallace joins us live in Tampa. For the SEC tournament, which tips off tomorrow evening. That and much more and plenty of reaction to all of the NFL news that happened today that will carry over for sure in tomorrow and another day of As the NFL Turns. I'll kick 360 back tomorrow.
3: We give good advice here. Don't block the box. Do block your lock.